Hey, this is Nathan today with Not The Pastor. Thomas and I, for the month of December, are still wanting to put out some content uh, for you to listen to, but also trying to balance that with just some extra time with the family over the holiday seasons. And so I sure appreciate last week Thomas bringing a, a thought from the Word uh, to share with us and, and really just focusing on this idea of how God's got this and how we can struggle with uh, stress and fretting about things when uh, things like seems like things are out of our control. But just just a good reminder that we need to trust God. He's got this. It's in his control. And so appreciate, again, Thomas uh, reminding us of that last week. And, you know, this week uh, I wanted to share a thought uh, from actually from Matthew chapter 5 and uh, you know I've had an opportunity recently to be studying through and and preaching and teaching through Jesus' Sermon on the Mount and man what what a transformational s- section of scripture if you take that and you look at that as a Christian and man just such a powerful uh, section of uh, scripture and uh, I've been going through that with some some young singles some college students that we have some connections with. And this thought recently just probably struck me. Uh, maybe it's just because it was one of the more recent ones that that we went through this passage. It was Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 42. And, and that's the section of uh, Scripture there where Jesus says this. He says, You've heard it. You have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And, and so just pausing right there, you know, this is, of course, the Pharisees who were probably teaching uh, this. And, uh, of course, referring back to Old Testament where where Moses was, was laying down the law there and, and guiding the, the children of Israel. And so just a little bit of context. First of all, just that the Pharisees were taking this way out of context. Uh, they they were basically taking this and and using it to to say okay if somebody does something to you 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 have the right and not not just the right but even probably the command uh, to to turn around and do the same thing back to them uh, but man that was just not the spirit of what Moses was teaching at all to the nation of Israel back in the Old Testament really what what the purpose of this command uh, for for the Israelites was. It, it was there in case someone did wrong to you. Let's say they knocked out your tooth. It was to uh, to basically r- restrict any sort of excessive punishments that would come about. So, in other words, if, if, if someone knocks out my tooth, it was to restrict me from turning around and knocking out all of their teeth. It was to make sure that the punishment did not exceed the crime. It, it was n- by no means encouraging someone to strike back if they had been if they had been hit or some wrong had been done to them. It was by no means telling people you have to turn around then and, and do this back. It, it was to make sur- sure that that the punishments didn't exceed the crime. But but yet, as was true to form for the Pharisees and and the the spiritual teachers of this day. They they had totally missed the mark here. They were they were creating a new law and totally missing the spirit of of what uh, God wanted the Israelites to to go by and and operate by. So here comes Jesus on the scene and, and he's going to set something straight for us as Christians. He's saying this this is this is the heart really. This is actually how Christians how how my disciples my followers are to behave. And and he says continue on in verse thirty nine. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. 
And if any man will sue thee at the law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. And and just to jump jump right into it, I, I think this is what Jesus is telling us here, that we need to die to ourselves. He, he gives several different scenarios here, kind of just hits some high points of, of where this might turn up in life. And, and I think this is what Jesus is, is trying to, the spirit that he's trying to communicate is that, that we need to d- die to ourselves. Uh, you know, our, our self, <clears throat> pardon me, our flesh can creep in uh, so, so easily and, and exert itself. And, and we can become overly concerned with, with our own good, with our own self-preservation. I think Jesus is saying here, don't, don't be so wrapped up in uh, what is right for you. Don't, don't be overly consumed with making sure uh, you, you are taken care of and you have uh, everything that you could possibly need and want. And he points out several situations here. He, he, first of all, he says, you know, you need to, when it comes to dying to yourself, you need to examine your need for revenge. You know, how, how do you respond when you're wronged? <clears throat> when someone does something to you or misrepresents you or is just outright bold in your face, mean or ugly to you, and, and does a wrong to you, maybe they take something from you or break something of yours or uh, say, say a nasty thing about you, how do you respond to that? Uh, now, now, I don't think this is teaching us the extreme of pacifism to where we're just supposed to stand by and watch and, and never stand up for right. I don't think that is it is all. As a matter of fact, God, God is our avenger. He's, he's going to take care of, of those things. But, but are we overly sensitive to wrongs done to us? Does, does every little thing that, that maybe is not ideal for us and our comfort, does that set us off? Uh, do do we seek revenge whenever s- someone takes advantage of us or does something wrong to us? I think we need to examine that. Is what Jesus is saying. And, and then also, I think he's saying we need to exam- examine our our sense of injustice. You know, uh, how how do we respond to not just when we're done wrong person to person, but when an authority, uh, maybe the law of the land, is such that. We don't agree with it, man. We I think we all face this as a nation and as a globe. Uh, maybe some what we perceived as uh, some government overreach, and you know the the recent pandemic, and for a few years there, where we were forced to do things that that we didn't like or didn't agree with. Maybe staying home or masking up, whatever those may be. And and I'm I'm not saying <clears throat> that um, everybody should have. Uh, done a certain thing or operate a certain way, but what was our attitude towards that when there were some some rules enforced on us that that maybe we didn't like or agree with? You know, the the Romans of the day could tell a, could tell a Jew as if a soldier was walking by, they could say, "You need to carry my stuff." That didn't seem right, and uh, I think the Jews probably had every reason to complain about that and and throw a, a fit whenever they were maybe in the middle of their work for the day and some soldier walked by and said, I need you to carry my stuff for a mile. But what did Jesus say? He said, well, carry it too. Don't don't fight it. Don't, don't uh, stand up for, quote-unquote, your rights. 
If he tells you to carry it one mile, carry it two. Now, if you think about it, this was actually four miles because they would go two miles one direction and then had to turn around and come back. This this was a, a good chunk of the day that, that would have been interrupted there. So how do we respond to laws that we don't like? I think Jesus is saying we need to examine our sense of injustice. And then also I think he's saying we need to examine our attitude towards our belongings. You know, how do we respond when we see others around us in need? Uh, it's Christmas time. It's December. I think uh, this is a fitting question to ask. There's, it seems like more people around this time of the year that are maybe asking for handouts or uh, you know, possibly you have the Salvation Army at your Walmart or uh, just maybe people coming to your church and asking for help or maybe just a situation that, that you're aware of where uh, things are tight and, and maybe there's somebody in need around you. How do you respond to those? You know, we have stuff. We worked hard for it. We earned it. We were being good stewards of our possessions, and so we have. And so it could be easy maybe to look around at someone else and, and say, well, they're in that position because they put themselves there or uh, it, it's their own fault. Uh, you know, it's sort of uh, they made their bed so they can, can lay on it. But Jesus says, hey, if somebody asks you for your cloak, you know, uh, you know, go give them, give them extra. If they ask you for one thing, give them, you know, make sure they're taken care of. You know, but but our, I think our tendency is, well, I don't want to be taken advantage of, or, uh, you know, I, I earned this. This is this is uh, this belongs to me, and I, I I worked hard for this. But you know, how do we respond when someone needs to borrow some money, or needs maybe some food, or borrow a tool, or maybe some of our time? I think Jesus is asking this question: How do you respond when when someone needs your stuff? How do we respond to that? And again, I think it all comes back to Jesus is just encouraging us that we need to die for die to ourselves. Now, again, I don't think we're supposed to be pacifists. I don't think that we're supposed to give all of our stuff away. That's why we need to be so <clears throat> so careful that that when we're looking at the Sermon on the Mount, we're not making this uh, another Ten Commandments. This is this is not a law that He's laying down here. It's a, it's a spirit that we as Christians should have in our hearts. To, to be able to ask the question, okay, what can I do for this person? It, it's not saying literally if someone asks you for your garment or your cloak that you have to give it to them. If we do that before too long, then we're not going to have any clothes left. And I think that's ridiculous. Or or to say that we would never stand up and fight physically for for someone in need or for right, that we're literally supposed to, if someone hits us, that we're supposed to turn around and let them hit us again. Uh, that's ridiculous to to take that to its its uh, to its extreme, but I think Jesus is, is obviously right on here when he's telling us to examine ourselves and make sure make sure that our flesh is not is not leading, not controlling here, and that we're not overly overly concerned with self preservation. So I I don't I don't know why you might need to hear that this Christmas season, but I I do know that this can very easily be a season where. We focus on uh, us and ours, and and if we're if we're not careful, we can get overly focused on that and forget that there are others around us who need help. There's others around us who uh, need the gospel, and that Jesus is telling us here: we need to make sure that that we're putting others first, that we're dead to ourselves, and that we're not so concerned with being taken advantage of that we can't be a, a help and a light to those around us. So I, I hope that's a help to you this week. Uh, again, this, this was a help to me first, and I know I can be overly concerned with 
with my good and, and what's the best for me, but Jesus used this recently in my life to just help me to do some self-examination and so if nothing else maybe you could just do a little heart check there this this uh, Christmas season and see if there can be some uh, a little bit of maybe selfishness there that, that Jesus would like to, uh, to bring out of us and so uh, again I just hope that's a help to you sure I'm glad for you taking some time to listen here and uh, you know as always we, we'd love to hear from you if, if there's <clears throat> something this Christmas season that God's been uh, working on your heart about, maybe something you've gotten out of the Word, or uh, just a, a life lesson that He's been sharing with you. We, we'd love to hear about that. Uh, you'd love to have a conversation about that. Feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page there, Facebook backslash not the pastor, or uh, you can reach out to us um, directly via email. You can reach out to us there at notthepastorpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we, we also really do appreciate those uh, five-star reviews as well uh, as those five-star ratings, rather, those, those five-star ratings, as well as just any reviews you leave for us there, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast at. And, and again, that not, doesn't just make us feel happy, although it does, uh, but really that's it's just to, to help more people to hear hear the podcast and, and get this content in front of to, in front of more listeners. So until next week, we are not the pastor. <laughs>